Hello, everybody. I am Avery. This is my dad's, my dad, Jason. And we, um, and this is Funky Tonks to Stadiums. I'm trying to re-remember my intro. Um, where we discuss how your favorite <laughs> country singers go from small town honky tonks to sold out stadiums. Whew. Welcome been, back, it, yeah. everybody. Yeah, it's good to be back, but it's been a while. I mean, it's been at least a year and a half. Almost no, maybe, two years. Has it been that I mean, long? Yeah, because it was like we restarted it right after I got back from Montana the first time. That was right. two years ago. And then we only did that for a little while because I wasn't on it and there was stuff right. going on. Yeah, there was a lot going on at that time. Cause I, yeah. Yeah. Let's see, the, let's see what happened right then. Shortly after that, your mom and I went down to, came back to Curacao. Yeah. And of course, that whole summer I'd had a, a knee replacement. The emergency knee replacement that summer. Yeah. And then in the middle of that summer, I decided I was moving to California. Right. So you come back from Montana, your mom and I go down to uh, um, Curacao and then came back and then you and I drove from Virginia out to Sacramento. Yep. And then I came back and then your mom and I moved to Curacao. Yeah. So not only are we coming to this podcast uh, not living together anymore, we're no longer living in the same country. Yeah, that's true. So you're in, you're out there out on the west coast of the U.S. and I'm down here in the Caribbean, 40 miles off the coast of Venezuela. Oh my God, your life is so difficult. It is. It's hard. It's hard when you have to, you know, put up with the heat and the sun and the beaches and the warm water and you know, diving every day and figure out who you're going to hang out with and you know where you're going to dive today and then where you're going to dive later on today. And it's hard to be retired. Yeah, it sounds like it's hard. <laughs> And of course, so uh, yeah, so then then we've been back and forth. So there's been a lot going on over the last couple of years. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, you know, it's funny when you when you called me up and said, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing the podcast again. I, and that same week, I had the same thought. I was going, you know, I need to get older. Just call Avery and see if she wants to do this podcast because you know, I think it'd be fun to start doing it, especially now that we're both on, you know, in completely different places. Yeah. And so. also, I realized. So I live with my amazing aunt. Autumn and Uncle Keith and my cousin Carter. And um Autumn is tired of me. I she hasn't said it, but I think she's getting tired of me randomly filling her in on country musicians, <laughs> which is the exact reason why we started the podcast in the first place. <laughs> so yeah, I think yeah. this is a really good idea. I think it's gonna make everybody happy. <laughs> I think so too. Oh, okay. So, uh, so, so we're, 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 well, I mean, you know, you, you're going to school out there yeah. in Sac Sacramento. Music business, go American River College. Yeah. Um, and like I said, your mom and I are down here. We're. Y'all are dive guides. Yeah. I mean... So it's, it's, you know, it's settling into this life and settling into that life. And you're actually looking to get move here probably in the next couple of months, right? It's still in Sacramento, but you know, yeah, moving coming out to see you guys. Oh yeah, yeah moving out too. Um, hopefully, yeah. Well, then then you guys be then you you and your sister will come down yep. for Christmas. See you guys. But all right, so what's yeah. so so we're back on track. So now we're back on Honky Tonks Stadiums. Yeah, we're gonna start doing this more often. 
back so what, in talking about artists and how they started out and me. So what's actually what's actually changed in the last couple of years? I mean, A you and lot. I got to go to that. You you and I went to that uh, Eric Church thing, the church choir. Yeah. And well, I, so- I'll just say I'll say this: it was kind of cool to be there in Nashville with you and, yeah. and going around. But then I realized you don't know shit about any of the latest Nashville stars. Here we are sitting Shut there outside I of hundred percent do studio or out there outside. Was no one there. People I recognize and Jelly Roll. And you didn't know any of them. I recognized Jelly Roll. There are too many blondes in country music. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say I've had the coolest year for concerts. It's been a year otherwise, but concert wise, I last week was my ninth concert that I went to this year. Okay. And it was like your 72nd time seeing Eric Church? It was my second time seeing Eric. Okay. He was amazing. But I got to go to like the biggest tour that's going on that is not only changing the music industry, but changing the economy. Because <laughs> Miss Taylor Allison Swift is a national hero, apparently. She's saving our country. One yeah. sold out show at a time. Well, she brings money into wherever she uh, sings. So I know a lot about what's going on. Okay. In Nashville. You just don't know who they are. I just don't. There's so many blondes. So just, many blondes. It, it just, it I went to a crazy. festival on Sunday and there were three blonde women and they all looked the same. That's not true. Lainey Wilson looks very different from Megan Marooney, but they were all blonde. <laughs> and they were not all originally blonde. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I was, I was, you know, disappointed. I, I recognize Jelly Roll. It, the one big guy with tats on his face. I recognized him. Yeah. He's a oh. huge name in country music right now. Pat yourself, pat yourself on the back, David. Go ahead. Do it. I just will. Pat on the back. <laughs> I also mostly recognized him because everyone was like, oh, look, it's Jelly Roll. Yeah, that's okay. what I figured. <laughs> but I talked to people who were outside of the wherever we were. I think we were like right in front of where they were doing CMA Fest at the time. Yeah. And I we were talking to people and I was like, do you recognize anyone? And they were like, no, they all look the same. I was like, okay, so it's not just me. Yeah, but you're supposed to be the expert. That's why we're having this podcast, so you can share your vast amounts of useless knowledge. I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) But it was a good time. I mean, we no matter what, we still we had we had a fun time, you know, going out and then uh, what was the place we went to? We went to the listening room. The listening room. That's that was amazing. Listening to some songwriters play their songs. Yeah. It was cool because we saw Eric Pasley, who is now more of a songwriter, but we saw him open up for Toby Keith like seven years ago. Right. I don't remember that, but I, I believe you. It happened. I promise. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it did. I remember Toby Keith, and that's part of me, pretty much it. <laughs> I just remember Eric Pasley, and I mostly remember him because one of the girls we went with bought a shirt about like one of his songs, and her mom was so mad at you because it was apparently inappropriate. Yeah, like, I want to be your Friday night, and yeah. Um, well, she was, she's not my kid, so. Exactly. <laughs> I got a cool Toby Keith shirt that I still have, so. Yeah. Um, a um, lot has changed in music. I mean, when we were started the podcast, there was, like, no tours going on. And then yeah, they were slowly. COVID. 
and then they were slowly coming out. Like Eric went on tour, and we saw Eric Church, Kelsey Ballerini. We I yeah. saw because she opened went for to, the. That's, Jonas that's right. We went, to Eric, we went to Eric Church, and you got COVID. I did. <laughs> I did get COVID at Eric Church. I have zero regrets. It was still amazing. And some in DC. That's right. Yeah. 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 That was such a good show. That was pretty good. I still have. Uh, it was amazing. You don't know because you weren't at the front of the stage like I was, and you weren't showing off your really no, cool poster that have, Eric Church have, gave you a thumbs up for. I do have the video of it of him I, stopping, looking at you, pointing directly at you, pointing to the band, and pointing right back at you. Yeah, because he was like, so. "Look at this weird child with a picture of me on her poster from when I was in high school." Stalker much? <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. I'm proud of it. Yeah. No, nah, well, that was a good concert. Yeah, it was amazing. Okay. So now here we are. There's some big, did some big changes. Uh, in fact, yeah, there, there, were, there was a, was a one lady who just quit country music because she says it's all rednecks. Oh my god, I Marin Morris, which Marin Morris, okay, Marin is a great name because yeah. your oldest daughter, my sister's name is Marin. The way you in pronounce Marin it. County, which yeah. I know all about Marin County now because I live on the West Coast. Um, a, a little brag there. <laughs> and Marin refuses to listen to Marin Morris because she says she pronounces her name wrong. It's spelled differently. Yeah. So she's got the Gaelic spelling, M A R E N. Yeah. So, but yeah, Marin so Morris so what's, has what's left a, country music. So I don't I don't understand. So she she's upset because what? I I mean I don't I get it. I have a mean, lot of opinions about it. Well, that's I why you're here. Well, I, I that's know. all that's why we're here is to hear your opinions. I tried to watch the podcast episode she did. She did an episode on Popstar, which is like a podcast run through times or whatever, explaining herself a little bit better. Uh-huh. It was so frustrating that like it was hard for me to watch. So, because... so what, what was the gist? So basically in the last few years especially since we did an episode on this when Morgan Wallen said the N-word, right? Maren Morris was one of the first artists to be like, that is not okay. And kind of like came out and was like, you know, this isn't. And I really liked what she said. She says, everyone's acting, you know, surprised and blah, blah, blah. But this is not the first time he said it. This is the first time he got caught saying it. A hundred percent true. Yeah. Um, So she came out and say, said it. A lot of artists did. There were a lot of artists who didn't say anything about it online publicly. Eric Church is one of them. Eric Church sent a message to Morgan saying what you yeah. said is inexcusable. I remember all this, but so what, but what's driving her? And then, well, so people responded to Marin Morris, which is so not okay. They were sending her death threats, not only to her, but they were sending death threats to her son. Who was like a baby right. at the time. Now, I, I mean, overreaction, like it was so not yeah. okay. And then in the most recent years, and then Brittany Aldean, who is Jason Aldean's wife, which okay. I don't know why right. she goes by Brittany Aldean. Aldean's not even Jason Aldean's last name, but she came out and she did a, she released like a makeup line or something. Right. And she made some transphobic comments about like who was supposed to use it. So Marin Morse was like, that's not okay. You're making these comments, like blah, blah, blah. And then she, they like, and then Brittany Aldean went on Tucker Carlson and like created this whole feud where she was like, oh, 
country crazy country music person Marin Morris. And Marin Morris, I loved this. She um started selling shirts that said uh-huh. crazy country music person Marin Morris and was selling them oh, and it yeah. and on it it had like a line for it was a helpline for um teenagers who were transitioning um and all the proceeds went to certain organizations for um transgender people mm-hmm. um it was really awesome but since then she so in the interview and this is what started frustrating me because i feel like i really liked a lot of her activism she was she won an award um at the cmas and she listed a lot of um black female country artists and said you should give these a listen to and it was like her third time up that night she was like so why would i continue to think the same people why not use it for good i was like cool you do that but in the interview she said i feel like i'm kind of country music's like translator and people are always like what's going on in nashville and i feel like i have to do that she did admit that's a crown she wears she put on herself i'm just gonna and say she did that and she chose that but she was like but it's like so tiring and exhausting but it, and it, then, if you're doing it to yourself of course it's tiring <laughs> yeah and then the way she was talking about it she was like and i'm speaking out against the family and that's not okay and what family she was well, so country music is like we all. No, no, no. I, I know. I get that. But she, that's what but, she's saying, though. Is she's like, I'm speaking out against country music, and she said, like, my, I. She mentioned that a lot of country singers don't speak out as publicly, but have the same beliefs as her, but they're so afraid of like alienating their fan base that they won't say things. I don't think that hap. I understand where she's coming from. The part that bothers me is she's acting like she was a trailblazer and she's so not yeah no I, I think that's so the what i what i did hear about it it got me thinking in terms of there are a lot there's a lot of things wrong with any genre of music you go to pop is not really good if you're a woman because it really objectifies i mean let's face it i mean some of the shit yeah. that they sing about and how they sing and how they dress and what they do that's not you know wholesome good and you go into the rap scene, the heavy metal scene, the, they all have their, you know, pros and cons. And so to castigate a whole genre because you took it upon yourself, that pissing contest with specific people who had large, you know, fan bases. Yeah. Is it's like having a pissing contest with a lightning bolt, you know, during a thunderstorm because you wanted it to be sunny. Yeah, and she's like, the thing that's frustrating, you know, she's like, well, no one's speaking out about these things. I'm the only one. She's not the only one. But it doesn't matter if you're, it's if, if it's about you. Like, but if it's if if you are if it's about if it's something you believe in, you should not be expecting anybody else to do anything. You should be there as the most powerful people exactly. who are, are are stand out and stand up for things stand for those things on their own not because other people are standing for it with them exactly and yeah and like the way she's talking about it she's like no one's saying anything that's not true you know if you look at the history of country music country music gets political you've got willie nelson you've got dolly parton you have johnny cash like these are the greatest is she at every Biggest concert? Biggest names of country music. And how many, how many country, how many stars, movie stars, actors, singers, 
sports athletes, superstar models donate time and money on their own without seeking recognition for it. Exactly. And that, ha- like, it's that, that probably happens then- more than anybody is willing to admit. And that's how you do it. You, you exactly. can you can be out in front or you can be behind it. it there's not as long as you're standing up, but you don't have to stand up and butt your head against the wall just because one of the newer you know country people coming on stage says you should you're not doing enough. And that that to me seems. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what enough is. If everybody stands up for what they believe in, then nobody's going to be heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and so- sometimes from a from a purely selfish reason i don't listen to music to be educated yeah by about current events i i you know me i I don't even watch award shows because i don't really care what an overpaid person or artist what their opinion is because i I know you do but uh you know i I can form my own opinions and i you know but i I don't need to listen to somebody pontificate about what what they think is right and wrong that's great for them i mean so, well, so the but, thing with what Maren Morris is doing, she's speaking a lot. One of the things with music and with artists, no one, I mean, no one watches as many artists interviews as I do because I'm obsessive and I will watch every interview an artist will release. But um, she speaks a lot, but I don't feel like she really shows it. Like, so with music, there are so many artists who will release a song that is about something right. going on that's political. They can do it in a very straightforward way of saying, like, this is your horrible person, was, or they can do it pissing, in a more subtle way. You that was know? a pissing contest between the Dixie Chicks and uh, uh, Toby Keith when he came out with well, uh, yeah, American he Soldier. Came out with political, and... so, when he came out with uh, Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, which is one right. of my all-time favorite songs. Um, so that was a thing. When So she hasn't really released any music that shows her statements like shows what she believes in and stuff, which to me is kind of like, well, not everyone's listening to you talk. Not everyone's reading your tweets. We get that you're, you know, out here and you believe these things, but you have artists like, I mean, Mickey Guyton has released so many songs that are amazing. One of them called Black Like Me, cause she's, you know, a right. black country artist, which is a really good song that helps me as a white person kind of not understand it. Cause I will never fully understand what people of color go through, but kind of, put me in a different headspace and she released another song called what are you going to tell her about raising young girls Um, Miranda Lambert worked with the queer eye guys and on their new season she released a song called y'all means all about accepting anyone into anything no matter of their sexual orientation Eric Church has a song called kill a word which features a black artist on it which is very it's implied that it's about the n-word it's not necessarily about it but it's heavily implied that it is and and, you know it's stuff like that so when your beliefs and this this is to me where where you get the difference between a uh, a singer and an artist Mm -hmm. because your belief system is part of your art and is it influenced your art influences your art or your artistic you know expression right so there's that exactly um, anybody can stand on a uh, soapbox and pontificate about, you know, why everybody else should be on board with this. That's the exact opposite way of getting anybody, you know, this to get anybody yeah. to listen to you, you, you do it, you do it through your own actions and, and demonstrate by your own, you know, uh, um, by 
by living through your belief system, but not by, I mean, this is why a lot of people don't like Jehovah Witness you know, knocking on their doors because I don't yeah. need somebody coming in and telling me how I need to or talk to Jesus Christ. Or, or Yeah, but I, the point being is it's where the people that had the most, at least for me, and the, when you look, when I look around, the ones who I see, have, I have the most respect for are the ones who do their thing on their own. Not yeah. trying to put it. So you look at, you know, somebody like Keanu Reeves, you read the stories about him and the kind of stuff he does. He, he, you know, makes sure that he takes some of his salary to pay other, you know, augment salaries of all the, the folks that taught him or everybody on staff. He does, he just, he does all these things, but he, does, he doesn't brag about it. It's other people no. that put that out there about him. And same with, uh, Taylor um, Swift Denzel. is the same way. Taylor Swift donates yep. so much money. I, I heard about that. And she, she doesn't for, talk about it. No, well, she like it's... gave money to her bus drivers, but she will. So she will donate money to one organization in every city she visited on the Aeros tour. That's right. 50. I mean, that's 50 shows, but that's a bunch of cities. She didn't talk about it at all. It was fans in the organization who were like, this is what she did for us. That's you that's know? the kind of thing, you know, when you when you start to see and understand that there's all the stuff that happens behind the scenes or all these things that are being done that have that impact on people's lives appreciate that that's happening making a big statement like that is a way of hey hey see me see me see i, I do yeah. good I'm, I'm it's a what do they call that virtue signaling is that what that is yeah i think so um yeah and it's, it's a tr- also i've heard the term <laughs> i've heard the term it's also frustrating to me because i feel like she i i understand how she's feeling i guess but i feel like leaving shows the wrong message because leaving country music basically is like oh it's unsalvageable and i can't like no it's not also there is a thing called discussion which she doesn't do she doesn't discuss with people she argues zach ryan who i'm going to mention a lot in this podcast because he is a huge artist right now Uh zach ryan and travis tritt got in a twitter argument over um I can't remember her name. I know it's Dylan something. She is a transgendered woman who oh, is Mulvaney. like the new Mulvaney. Mul- yeah, Mulvaney. Mulvaney. So she's the new sponsor for. She no, she was. They did she, so. The whole thing about that was an that they, ad or something. No, well, they did a. It wasn't even going to be an ad. It was a promotional. Here we're trying to be inclusive. Bud Light put her picture on yeah. a can. They weren't going to sell the cans. They just get, but she tweeted it out and that became an issue. Yeah. And Travis Tritt went on it and was saying things. Zach Bryant argued with them. Travis check message back um, and said, Hey, we're both playing at the same festival. Let's meet and talk about this. That's what they did. They met and they had a discussion. Zach Bryant tweeted and said, you know, we may never agree, but I got to say my views and you got to say your views. And we had an actual discussion, which is the closest step to anything that's, that's what you that's do. what you're supposed to do you're supposed you to discuss thing not just argue you know you and so i feel like maren morris doesn't discuss it's the same with jason isbell too he is an artist who i really love i agree with a lot of his political views but he will be very quick to come out and argue and just post something on twitter um most recently and jake owen is a very he will defend anyone but um most recently jason isbell spoke out against um jason aldean with jason aldean's song try that in a small town which is the dumbest argument ever yeah um, yeah 
because but he went out and spoke it and said something very snarky about oh well I guess I would say something to Jason, but he didn't even write the song, so he's probably not writing his own tweets. And Jake Owen went, excuse you? Do you know how many country singers don't write their right, own I songs? Know, it's a pretty... That are the biggest stars. George Strait, Patsy Klein, I mean, Reba McIntyre. So it was the dumbest point ever. And I was like, shut up, Jason. Like, And then the whole Jason Aldean argument became my favorite thing ever because everyone fighting with the Jason Aldean song saying it's racist and look at the music video everyone fighting about it was white yeah it was mainly white people one artist who um spoke out Blanco, Blanco Brown I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that I don't speak Spanish well um or English he, or English he um he came out and he was like, I don't think the song's racist. I just don't think it's a good song necessarily. Like, I don't like the songwriting. No one listened to him. Everyone was listening to everybody else. And then I was like, okay, well, let's get a perspective. Because I was seeing a lot of other people who just on TikTok who were posting, they were all white saying the song is racist, blah, blah, blah. And I thought to myself, let's get the perspective of a black person. So uh-huh. I scrolled through TikTok until I found someone who was commenting on the song who was black because obviously that's you wanted, who we're you wanted, fighting for well this i is, mean i mean that's what everybody's claiming that the song was right. about or, or or against so there the comments that i received i thought it was hilarious there was so many people on tiktok who were like yeah so the lines people are pointing out as racist are holding up a liquor store spitting in a cop's face and it was all these lines, and it was like, it has nothing to do with race. And you guys saying that these lines are racist is racist because you're saying that this you're, is you're what black that people only do. black people do that. <laughs> so it was like this whole thing. And then, like, there was the other thing with his music video, it showed stuff from the Black Lives Matter um, protests, which maybe was not the best choice. And but then he, it, didn't, he did not do the video, he <laughs> didn't do the. He was like, and then there's like the image of him in front of some courthouse in Georgia. And everyone was like, this is a courthouse that had a famous lynching. I'm sorry. Have y'all been to the South? Name a courthouse that did not have some racial well, but thing I, I mean, aside from that, what I did read about that was that one, he didn't pick the spot. And two, yeah. there are a number of other um, hip hop artists and others who did the same kind of video in front of there. And exactly. I, you know, I just... So, I mean, I guess, so the, the, I mean, to me, when I, when I, when I saw that about her, I, you know, I was kind of disappointed because, look, you know, it's one thing to say, if, if you're saying it's so broken, you can't, you can't stand being around it. That's one thing. But if you're saying that, you know, it, it, it's, you know, you can't fix what you're not a part of. You can't exactly. sit outside and just throw stones at, at you know, somebody because she goes off to be, you know, I, I take it she wants to be a pop star or whatever. But she released like three new songs and they're they her style has not changed. It sounds exactly what she released in country music. I mean, I don't, so it's yeah, it's not really that different. And then the other thing that's been bothering me is, you know, you can say a lot. You can say I support these black artists. As an artist who has a lot of influence, what a lot of other artists do will bring out, you know, Miranda Lambert has worked with artists who are people of color or the LGBTQ community and a lot of that. Maren Morris worked with Brandi Carlisle on The High Woman. I 
aggressively hate the song High Women. Like, aggressively hate it. It was like, the whole point is they're the female version of the Highwaymen, but they're the High Women. And then they released a song that was like, oh, we're the Highway Women, but it wasn't like the Highwaymen. It was about being a mother and, like, a lot of that and being a wife and, like, stuff. And I was like, but that's not all women are. Remember, we can be whatever we want. Let's remind ourselves of that. And it was, I just didn't like it. Uh, Avery, I think they were spot on. I think what what the problem is right now that you are not coming around to their point of view. I forgot that in a lot of our country, we only listen to men um, and their (laughs) views on being a woman. I I forgot about that. Um, But so I feel like she does. She talks a lot about I think she talks a lot of talk and she talks, but she doesn't put it in her art. And one of the greatest ways to get artists up there is by collaborating. Taylor Swift is doing that with artists like Ice Spice. Um, you know, Megan Rooney just had a song with my favorite current band, Old Dominion. That's helping with her career. And I hate to say like helping and it's the only reason she's going to get famous. That's not true, but it is having a boost. I, well, yeah, that, so, there's nothing wrong. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's why people join fraternities or sororities and that's why people join clubs and, and things, you know, because you make contacts and, you know, you join organizations to to amplify a voice or amplify a point amplify a point of view or whatever, you know. So it yeah, bringing somebody else on and you know, there's it's not like they're just bringing on anybody, even if they can't perform. They're bringing on artists who can perform and giving them an opportunity to shine. And I, I think that that is uh, has always been true in country music. If you look around at anything, mm-hmm. like Grand Ole Opry, that's what it's built on is word of mouth and getting you you get invited on there by somebody who is willing to take a chance and you get out there we saw However, that. that works yeah you know, no, we, we saw vince gill take an artist who he's written songs with and pull her out on stage and say hey i want to invite you to perform at the opry for the first time and make your opry debut i mean right yeah yep. no, stuff like that, that oh you know you're always gonna see so yeah i think that I uh, think um, i'm just annoyed at Marin morris and she's also getting divorced I, I don't know why I made this joke, which is probably not a great joke, and I probably should say it, but I was like, she's leaving in two ways. She's leaving country music so much, she left her country music songwriting husband. Oh, yeah, well. Um, yeah, so she's getting divorced. She is, this is a trend in female artists right now. I hate to say that it's a trend, because I don't think that what, they're doing getting it divorced? to do it. Yes! <laughs> a, a bunch of them getting divorced or something? Yes. Well, so... Oh. Well, you got Miranda Lambert, who famously got divorced to Blake Shelton. Yeah, but that was a while ago. A while ago, right? Well, so in the recent years, Casey Musgraves divorced Rustin Kelly. Rustin Kelly is an artist who I love. And Casey Musgraves, I have opinions. I love a lot of Casey Musgraves. I dislike a lot of Casey Musgraves. Casey Musgraves got divorced. She released an album called Starcrossed, which is not very good. I struggled through it. It's okay. Uh Then... Carly Pierce got divorced. She released her best-selling record, which is called Written in Stone. It was an EP. No, she released an EP called 29 and then a full-length album called 29 so Written in Stone. Are these, are these women all blonde that were at the uh, um, no, award ceremony? No, they are all blonde. <laughs> Only one of them is. And then Kelsey Ballerini just recently released an EP called Rolling Up the Welcome Mat. It is so good. I have talked a lot of trash about Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah, no, you have. It you is have. so good. So and you good. really, 
You really didn't I, before. I don't think I've ever heard you say anything good about her before the today. That's, I know, right? Wow. What I is mean, this? I think she just needed to get divorced, apparently. Oh, jeez. it is such a good album. I mean, it's so good. It's so emotional. I wish a little bit she let the album speak for herself. For itself, because I think what, 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 is that, what does that mean? Well, so she released this album. It's so good. She then went on a podcast and kind of like aired out all the dirty laundry of her marriage and ever and was like, "This is where it all went wrong." And I was like, "Maybe just let the album speak for itself," because you sound very well. Is, just, you and you and the seventeen other people that listen to the podcast know this now. A lot of people. Okay, <laughs> this is a big deal. Well, so like right after she announced her divorce, Morgan Evans. Her now ex-husband released a song called Over For You, which is like him being like, so when was it over for you? Because it's like, I was a little shocked. And then so she released the album. The first song has a beautiful line in the bridge. She goes, I think this is when it's over for me. And kind of explaining like, you know, we don't see each other ever and stuff. And then, like, goes on. And then she has this interview or interlude where, you know, she says, good thing I'm good alone because that's how I'll sign the papers. Such a good line. So good. (laughs) And then the next two songs, um, Blindsided, is really, like, are you – were you blindsided or were you just blind? Were you just not paying attention? Because we were in therapy for years and there was so much that I was giving you that you weren't seeing. And so I feel like we got a lot through the entire EP, and then it ends on this so, happy note. Not so happy what note, you're saying, but a what you're saying is like what you're saying is that her life, her beliefs, all started to flow into her music, her art. Yeah, right? and well, she released this album, and it was really good, and I felt like it told us a lot, and then left a lot up for interpretation. And then she did an interview about the divorce, and kind of just shared. Absolutely everything, and no, it's sometimes, like sometimes, sometimes you know that leaving it up for interpretation can work in a couple of ways. That some are good and some are bad for your reputation. Yeah, I don't think it's doing anything bad for a reputation. I'm a little bit like, I mean, you're just looking for a reason to not like her I anymore. I think I am. <laughs> I really think I am, and I hate that I am. <laughs> I mean, the album is just so good, and I don't know where to put all of my Kelsey Ballerini hatred energy into. Marin, what's her I name? I can't like her anymore. Just, just throw it over to Marin. Marin Morris. Morris. I don't like her anymore. Um, I did like one of Marin Morris's albums. I have that for me. And then she released a song that was also really good. Um, but yeah, Kelsey <laughs> Ballerina got divorced. Now Marin Morris is getting divorced. I'm, well, as, maybe that'll, you know, I'm ready for her breakup record. <laughs> it's just these divorce albums. They're so good. So good. Well, I don't. I don't know that like, doing a show on divorce albums. I don't think we should be doing a podcast on divorce albums. I think that you know we can touch on we it this one time. But we I touch do want to say one... that they're really good. No, I mean that's not the point. The point is to talk about artists and so. The, um, so, so you've got so this was but this was a big this, this was a big a thing, thing that happened. The Marin the Marin Morris thing was a big thing yeah. just recently. Obviously, Taylor Swift who's no longer country, still has this massive impact on, you know, the music industry as a whole. Always. And apparently, apparently, you know, she's having a massive impact on local economies by, you know. Yeah, I have it written down. Um, the Aristore brought in $5.7 billion to the U.S. economy. Yeah, people are... On the first know, leg of it. What's going to be interesting, so this is going to be the, funny. Get, 
you're, you're going to love this, Avery, because it probably will impact you. So the um, last year they did a, a new change to the um, tax law. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't even a change to tax law. It was a change in, the, um, in policy on how the government looks at payment apps like PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, and those. More than $600 gets reported to the government, and then you get a uh, um, 1099 or 1098. Yeah, 1098 form that you then as a um, if so if you're selling tickets, you're going to get taxed on it. That is the so money. Good. I didn't sell tickets. I just got ref- like I bought tickets for me because I went to the Ares tour. It was amazing. Yeah. But I bought tickets for me and my friends because I was the one who survived the Great War. That's it. And then they all reimbursed. By the way, and then she reimbursed me. And then I pay for groceries sometimes. Um, I'll do the grocery shopping for the house and I get reimbursed through Venmo. It'd be interesting to see, but I just, I just wanted to throw that out there. I mean, they want to, they want to, um, they want their cut. The government wants their cut. So no, you don't get my cut. Anyway, the Ares tour film already broke box office records for, uh, tour documentaries so it's already freaking broken records um taylor swift is also taking over the kansas city chiefs because no one cares about football and only no because uh, mayhem's the quarterback is his wife you know very 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 pretty woman was the star until taylor now taylor's the star because of taylor i absolutely love it um I hated that my TikTok became like a feed of just random football things. And I was like, I don't care. But um, Travis Kelsey, who Taylor's dating, and his brother, Jason Kelsey, which I think it was really cool that they played the Super Bowl against each other. That yeah. was a cool idea. Um, I don't think they planned it. That but yeah. Season of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <We're really> the <laughs> NFL. Um, That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, but. That was cool. They have a podcast together. And so it was on that podcast that Travis was like, yeah, I tried to give Taylor Swift my a friendship bracelet with my phone number on it. But I was a little butthurt. She doesn't see any people because she has to save her voice to be amazing at every show. And um, and he was like, and that's when people started shipping them for some reason. And he continuously was making jokes about how he wanted to date Taylor Swift. This yeah. is if you put it into the universe, it will happen. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to put a bunch of things into the universe now and it's all going to happen because it happened for Travis Kelsey. It's been working out for me this year. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I put it out into the universe. It can't get worse. And it did. Yeah. Well, Um, but yeah, so he like continuously was talking about it on his podcast. And then when they started dating, he started being a little bit more quiet about it. And the NFL was like, oh, we're getting so many more views. Yeah. And so many more people care about the NFL now because of Taylor Swift. Yeah. That they were trying to Get, like really start talking like, about it. Keep it on. Keep talking. Keep talking. It, and he started being like, maybe we talk about it less now. He went on the podcast with his brother after taylor showed up to the first game Uh and his brother was like we have to talk about it you did this to yourself right he was like yeah i did but yeah taylor swift is just she's being amazing her i saw both the heiress tour the heiress tour was amazing Uh 
I am a little bit annoyed that she didn't put any songs on the set list from her debut album, but whatever, I guess. Um, but the Aeros tour was awesome. And then I saw the Aeros tour film last mm-hmm. week. It was also awesome. Yeah. Okay. It was, I mean, it was cool. Cause it's like, I went to a drive-in, uh, with my friend who I went to see the, um, Aeros tour with shout out to Alyssa. Um, and it was cool. It was like we were in the drive-ins. We were all standing. We're all singing right, again. Right. Um, and then it was cool to see it in more detail. Because, like, you're up close. You're seeing a lot more of the performance than when you're far away. So Fair. I thought it was cool. Okay. Um, tour is awesome. What else is the... Uh, it also brought to light a lot that went on with Ticketmaster. Right. And well, but, that's, but you know what? That's been going on. They've been, been talking about for that so for the last long. 30 years. I mean, even when I was in high school, they talked about, yeah, you know, that, what a ripoff it was. Uh, I, it's gotten, it's only gotten worse. Don't get me wrong. And, yeah. you know, so. they just bought Live Nation. Is yeah. what they bought, I think. And it, it, it's being discussed as a monopoly um, to get tickets to the Eras tour. And Taylor Swift tweeted about it. She said, I, was told by Ticketmaster that they could handle the income of people who wanted tickets. I we warned them this is a big deal, and right. they said okay, and they failed. There were yeah. so many glitches. I mean, Marin, who she got tickets in the first place, she struggled to get them and had to remember, be on the phone with Ticketmaster and was like, "It's not working. My phone's that. not working." Yeah, me getting it, I didn't get it in the first place. When the sale went off the first time, I didn't get tickets. Um, and then I just accepted that apparently I wasn't going to the airs tour. My friend texted me and said, Hey, you know, like two weeks before the concert, she goes, Hey, I'm on a Taylor Swift Facebook group that says they're probably sending out, um, codes for the, um, for airs tour. They had extra tickets or something. So I got a code. I could not log on to get into my account it kept saying you do not have a code and i was like i do have a code see this is my code i kept trying and trying and fighting with Ticketmaster. i was on facebook groups messaging people i was on a phone call with a woman from florida i don't remember her name but shout out to her because i got tickets she helped me <laughs> i don't know how she did magic but i ended up getting the tickets so hey persistence you know yep it was well, but I mean, these these are all good things. So you know, that, that, I mean, that's good that you know there's more concerts happening. Yeah. You know, so we'll. Uh... Um, I just did Ticketmaster again. I've got Noah Con tickets. I don't know if you know who that is. He's a full no. artist. He is a big deal right now, and I got tickets. Suck at everyone who didn't. People were <laughs> complaining about his ticket prices. They're like, he's such a big name that tickets are now like three hundred, five hundred dollars. They are in the pit. Yeah, if you're trying to get all the way up front, that's, I mean, if you're yeah. there to just enjoy the music, My then... My lawn ticket was $67, which isn't cheap, but for a big you... artist, that's not bad. No, 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 especially like you're on the lawn, you get to you bring a chair, yeah. sit down, have a drink, you know. Um, And then what else is going on? Um, I want to talk about Zach Bryan, who I've already mentioned. Zach Bryan, he also, he released an EP called All My Homies Hate Ticketmaster. But uh-huh. he's going on tour and he's selling it through Ticketmaster because there's like right. no other option. Right. Um, but he has become a huge artist and it's bringing up a lot um, because Eric Church mentioned him in an interview. Um, Eric Church says, I don't think 
he said, I don't think you need radio. I don't think you need a label anymore. You know, all this stuff, you know, it's helpful to have these things, but they aren't making artists. Zach Ryan is the artist he pointed out. He was like, Zach Ryan is a huge artist right now. He got famous on TikTok. He got popular through TikTok. He had a recording contract. He was posting songs on TikTok. Hey, this is my newest release. Um, His most well-known song is called Something in the Orange. He posted it on TikTok. It went crazy. It is a huge, huge hit. It Uh didn't crack the top 40. Like, for country music. It didn't crack the top 40. It was not a radio hit. Um, But it... Zach Bryan is a huge artist. His tour is already sold out. Right. He set it up two weeks ago. Um, wow. No, and th- he I went there's through some TikTok, truth but that's happening so much right now, though. There's Noah a lot. Khan there's a the lot. Same way. There's a lot of folks, you know, and especially I see it with young folks. You look at them. You don't like when I was a, when I was when I was 12, 13 years old. I lived by the beach. We'd go down to the beach, and you could hear the radio, and everybody would be listening. You could hear the same radio station off of, you know, seven, or 500 radios on the beach. So it sounded like you had this concert because it was the same music or that you, you were looking around. You would have thought that there were loudspeakers because so many radios were playing the same, you know, station all the time. Yeah. And so people really, really relied on the radio. Now they don't. You stream. The, no, you're going does. to Spotify and you go to these others and you stream music and you let them choose based on you know what you've heard before and then you start hearing new stuff all the time and that you wouldn't hear on the radio because you know those folks don't show and then once you hear somebody you like you're like oh shit i like that one i can go find find more i think there's some truth in the fact that you don't but you have to have that marketing gene that you know gets you out there yeah that's oh, that yeah. makes you different than you know the the 10,000 other people that are doing the same thing the posting so. and and yeah, but it's it's becoming a new thing. Um, Zach Bryan, official announcement for the next episode is who we're going to be talking about next week because he's okay. also because this is a thing. He's also kind of um, bleeding into a lot of other things. I have a lot of I have a lot of friends now. I like to brag about this because <laughs> I'm in a book club and they're all older than me, but it's amazing. Um, <laughs> 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 and friends now guys um but they all um a good amount of them like one of my friends texted me and was like i have so many questions about zach bryan she does okay. not listen to country music she doesn't know half the people i talk about but she's like i have questions about zach bryan um and that's a big thing one of my closest friends megan um she also is a huge zach bryan fan she does listen to a little bit more country music but yeah zach bryan's like bleeding into all uh genres i don't know why people keep calling him a folk artist he's not he's a country artist yeah. maybe leaning more towards americana but he keeps getting called a folk artist i know i think um, that makes people feel better about not listening to country i think well so like the thing is is people keep saying the folk avengers and they're like it's so cool because Zach Bryan did a duet with Casey Musgraves and Noah Kahn and blah, blah, blah. Noah Kahn did a duet with Casey Musgraves and this person. Noah Kahn's a folk artist. Casey Musgraves is also not a folk artist. She's a country singer. Right. Like, let's remember who these... Yeah, but... um, So, it's good... It's it's good to be back. Yeah, it is. And I'm 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 glad we're we're doing this again, and this is going to be, yeah. So you're going to have to get up earlier though next time because I can't waste my whole Saturday waiting for you to wake up. 
worked eight hours yesterday, mister. I worked so much this week. I kept getting called in. I think I did two hours yesterday. Three hours. Three hours. I did three hours. I'm sorry. I woke up at nine o'clock yesterday because I was like, I'm going to get a sleep in today. I don't have class day. I just have work. To a text message from my boss going, Avery, can you please come in at 10? We need you to cover a shift. Because I work at Eschaton Memory Unit, uh, Senior Living Center. We're supposed to call them seniors instead of old people. Um, I work with seniors. (laughs) I got yelled at by saying old people yesterday, and they were like, seniors, Avery, say seniors. So. All right. So this is good. We're back on. We'll get up early. Yeah. And we'll be back up next week talking about Zach Bryan. Yes, right? Zach Bryan. Something right. in the Orange, Oklahoma Smoke Show. I really, I enjoy Zach Bryan a lot. Um, I'm excited to spend the next week listening to a lot more of his music, too. And yeah. studying him, because he's got an interesting career. I mean, he was military mm-hmm. artist going on for a long time. I mean, yeah. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Okay. Woo! All right. All right, everybody. Thank you. See you later on Honky Talks to Stadiums. Bye.